0: Jordan,
1: 8 a.m. shift,
0: 8 a.m. shift,
1: you be very angry about this episode, <laughs> only
0: the strongest, that's right, um,
1: uh, what's up dude,
0: nothing much, so I think this is a very interested, interesting episode, it's very fluid, yeah, um, we have a buddy of Joe's, Joe Lingad,
1: my buddy, good, my good buddy Joe Lingad, I've known him for uh, several years, am I, am, I, am I
0: just fucking up his last name, Lingad, Lingad, yeah, all right, Lingad Lingad. I think I'm calling Lingad Just because it sounds Sounds better But Lingad
1: We call him Joey Blades In our inner circle But uh, That's a story I'll leave (laughs) For another time Street Uh, name Joey Blades Yeah Uh, No but he's a great guy And actually uh, I think this will be One of the more like sort of straightforward, serious interviews we have, just because, like, his documentary is about a pretty serious uh, subject that's very personal to him uh, about people with uh, facial differences. Yeah. He being born with one. Um, but it was just cool to get it, have him on because, you know, he got a, is this doc uh, Kickstar- uh, through Kickstarter yep. funded, yep. and, um, you know, he's, just, like, running away with it now. Yeah. He's shooting and going nuts with it. So yeah. It's pretty cool.
0: Um, he also got interviewed for this other podcast, uh, and, uh, what is it? He's, who was the director of that movie? That
1: Joshua Oppenheimer. They, uh, yeah. uh, Act Killing, he was talking about. Yeah,
0: and then there was, uh, um,
1: Young yeah,
0: Blacking, was it the one that did Lady Bird, or? Oh, Greta Gerwig. Yeah, yeah. Greta Gerwig. So, Joe Lingad is Up there with uh Joshua
1: Oppenheimer and uh yeah, Greta Gerwig, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty good. No, <laughs> not, not <laughs> when he gets in interviewed by the 8 a.m. shift, you know, it's uh bottom of the barrel here. <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, so he yeah, he uh got some recognition there on uh, another podcast, and it's uh been pretty cool, so it's cool to hear from him,
0: absolutely, yeah, so. I guess we could start this, since the topic of the documentary that he works on is um, a lot more serious, I figured maybe we could uh, do something a lot more lighthearted this time Which around. Which is? Which is? So what you been watching, Joe?
1: I've been watching Atlanta, man. Atlanta? <laughs> it's funny, so, uh, and, uh, you know, shifters don't kill me if you, but, like, I, was, I didn't, didn't watch the first season until only about, like, a week or so ago, a couple weeks right, ago. Right, right. Uh, And I've been dying to watch it. Like it's one of those shows that, like, from the beginning, wanted to watch because I'm a big Donald Glover fan, but just never got around to it. Blew through the first season, caught up on the second season. I'm even past you now. Yeah, I know. This is you've been. Hey, listen, you 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 snooze, you lose. But yeah, I know. I know. Uh, so yeah, no, you know what? I've come to the realization that (laughs) Atlanta is probably one of the best shows on television. The writing is phenomenal. Uh, it's beautifully shot. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I'm forgetting the director who does most of the episodes. I think he's a good buddy of Donald Glover. Yeah. Um, he's like, Hiro. Yeah, Hiro something. But uh, it's, uh, the direction is great. But one one of the things I love is that, dude, It's like it pulls no punches. Yeah. It's like the show is like, it feels like... Of the place where, like, where it takes place. Yeah, so it's a huge, it's like a snapshot sense, of, like it's a a of snapshot of Atlanta, of Atlanta, right? Atlanta, yeah. And um, it just feels genuine, you know? Um, <laughs> a lot of times, like, when you see some shows that deal with, let's say, uh, you know, minorities in any way, uh, <laughs> it tends to be, Jordan's just pointing out that uh, Donald Glover is on the coffee cup he's drinking at right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh the a lot of shows that like you see that like say maybe deal with minorities or something yeah. sometimes aren't necessarily written by the people they're rep they're they're portraying. Right. Uh, or
0: sometimes it's written for an audience which they hope to capture. Right, right, right. right. And which I think isn't what's significant about Atlanta is that um you know, Donald Glover's been very you know, very he's been very honest about that about the fact that Atlanta's written for a black audience. Right. Like this was not like a show where he tried to like try to co- make you know, he knew he wasn't compromised by the FX execs. Like he right. they were he was allowed to write in an authentic
1: And that's what I'm saying. The fact show. that it's like not trying to pander to anyone else. Right. I love. Uh and I to be honest, mo most of it obviously all that credit most of the credit goes to donald glover yeah but i gotta say like fx too man they should get a big shout out too because like they're like hey we're gonna follow you on this like adventure and you do what you want to do yeah giving him a lot of leeway also man like i did not realize that that show was like as like unedited as it is because like fx technically is not like you know a premium cable channel right so it's like Usually those tend to be edited, but I guess since it comes after 10 o'clock, uh, yeah. you can get away with certain things. So it's like all kinds of like cursing and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I was like I remember I was like whoa <laughs> like yeah. when I was watching the first song. But I love that also too because it just again adds to that like authenticity right, right. Of, of the uh, of the piece. Uh, it's a phenomenal show, man. There's like so many episodes, and I told my brother Mike, who hosted one of these when I was away once, I told him to like start watching, and he's like texting me now, like, Yo, the barbershop episode, <laughs> yeah. which is like one of my favorites. Um, yeah, no, it's fantastic, man. Yeah, the show.
0: yeah, FX, kudos to you. Um, you gave us uh, other ethnic hits like <laughs> It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> Sons of Anarchy. That's right. Rescue me. There you go. The shield. There you go. And nip tuck. Keep going. <laughs> and and you have once again captured our hearts with an ethnic <laughs> TV series called Atlanta.
1: There you go. Uh, you leave. Sick. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Alone. <laughs> Love the <fucking> show. <laughs> um,
0: and don't you dare say anything about Sons of Anarchy.
1: Oh no! I mean, it's it's greatness right there. Uh, what? Uh, it's funny. It's it's kind of hard for me to pick like what my favorite episode is out of all the episodes that have aired so far. I believe it's nine in the first, um, two season. So it's like first season and then nine in the second season. To be honest, the last episode was pretty great. You haven't. You should catch up, Jordan. I'm just saying. (laughs) But um, heard you loud and clear, Joe. There you go. Obviously, the Teddy Perkins episode is a big one everyone's talking about, but I love the barbershop episode, which I said, and I love the the Drake episode, which is mostly actually a van episode, his uh, girlfriend in the show, or, you know, used to be his girlfriend, whatever.
0: Yeah, I didn't see that episode, so... um oh man <laughs> I'll uh, keep that in
1: mind but you saw the you saw the uh, the ger- the German episode the one where yeah. you go to like so you know that they kind of like split like, yeah alright cool yeah. so Drake episodes <laughs> are great too
0: I like how I'll hear like, like catching me up like
1: yeah, well, listen, man, yo, you should watch this show, Atlanta's it's pretty good. <laughs> uh, um, For people with
0: bachelor's degrees,
1: Jordan. There you go, man. Uh, the first, uh, but the first season has some great ones, too, the second episode where they're in holding, awesome. Oh,
0: man, that, like I said, to this day, like, that episode is just so. It's so, it's so honest and so well-written that... Right. You know
1: i mean the first season obviously great too cuz like that's what hooked me right, you know right. which one i like a lot remember the one where ern and uh um stand Stanford, why am i forgetting his uh character's name darius yeah when ern and darius like sort of go on this like they they're like sort of bouncing all over right, right right to like try to like make earn more money on like this like he had gotten a payday and like he yeah was like, I could I could double that for you right and it like ends with like him buying the dogs right right I thought that was a great episode right dude. and it sort of ends with like Darius being like well we're friends now right <laughs> yeah um ah such a great show man yeah. Um anyway what do you have a favorite episode
0: I think it's the um. I think it's the one where they're in holding. Like Second they, episode. Yeah, yeah, that one, like, it's such, like, a deep allegory for um, what happens to, I think, young black men in this country. Right. And I don't think a lot of people really, well, I think for a lot of people that just watched it as, like, a comedy, right. um, that never really crossed their minds. But I think people that actually witness stuff like this or have to, I guess, kind of compartmentalize their feelings and emotions about it. They know exactly what he was, like, kind of, like, I guess, like, you know, pushing for. Right, right. Within the episode. I think he did a fantastic job doing it. I do wish more people, it it facilitated more progressive conversations, if you will. I really feel, um, and I, I, like, you know, I could be wrong, but, you know, it's not like The Atlantic ever, like, did, like, a deeper article <laughs> right, about, right. about it, you know, and if they maybe did. Maybe that could be us, Jordan. You know, maybe that could be us. Right now. Right now. <laughs> Are you listening, The Atlantic? <laughs> uh,
1: Yeah, I remember uh, the, the part, uh, one of the scenes in that episode when um, Earn sees this guy who's, like, obviously, like, has like a mental issue. Yeah, yeah, he's uh he's like sort of talking to himself and doing stuff and everybody's sort of like laughing like, Oh, he's here again. Oh, he's yeah. here again And then the cop himself is like, Hey buddy, like good to see you but then like when he like he, he spills something or spits something on him Yeah
0: or like he like like, like peas on him or something Yeah, he does something. He does
1: something. And then the cop just starts beating him like that. Yeah. Like flip the switch. Yeah. And I was like, Whoa yeah. that that's crazy. Yeah. Um Ah, such a good show. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, did you... You finally saw, I believe, from the last episode, you hadn't seen Infinity War, dude. So uh, give us your thoughts. Give give the shifters your take on Infinity War.
0: It was gutsy. Everything that you've been reading about it, I more or less agree with. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I think it's weird because... I don't want to spoil this for anyone.
1: I feel like we're going to do like a more spoilery episode on Infinity right. War at some point.
0: Yeah, I just, I think with the ending, you knew it was going to go there.
1: It's it's not that, first off, there were people who had absolutely no idea because I, in every screening, not, not necessarily like the press screening I was at, but like the second screening right. I went to, with just a general audience, there were a lot of people that were, like, shocked. Like, there was one girl coming out of theater, like, I want my money back. And it was funny because, like, her boyfriend, like, turned to her and he was like, I'll explain it to you in the car. Because, <laughs> like, he obviously, like, knew. Uh, but there were plenty of people with absolutely no idea. Like, people, like, who know the comic books and stuff, like, we realize what's going on and we know sort of, like, how maybe some things might be rectified in the next thing. But I still think it's a ballsy move to do what they did in that. Because I feel like it's a move DC wouldn't have done. At least not on the scale that...
0: Yeah, not that on the scale. I mean, they would. killed... I feel, it's so, it they feels killed, so
1: weird speaking so vaguely about it. but. <laughs> I
0: know. Well, I mean, they killed Superman in like... But uh,
1: that doesn't mean it. that took no balls because... Yeah, uh, it didn't take any. Because... Yeah, uh, you know he's going to be back. and. Right. Like, to kill Superman in like the second movie is like... All right, like we you got a million more movies you're trying to make here. We understand Superman's coming right. back. But in the like 18th movie of the yeah, you know yeah. of whatever, you know, the universe that they're creating, that's something different cuz right. maybe some people aren't going to come back. Right. Contracts are running up, right? right? And I think obviously the next movie there are definitely going to be people that are gone. So yeah. um and I actually think there's a couple of people from this one that won't come back. But yeah we'll see yeah i mean Superman uh, Superman's death. we could be also kind of just blowing this <laughs> either way. we haven't said who, but we've told basically right. told people that yeah basically
0: basically Superman's death is only. Valid unless you see, like, Superboy and Steel. <laughs> right? It, help to fill the void.
1: And uh, there was other... So, there was some there, there more were, like, other, like other, weird Superman. Yeah, there were, like, there three were, other like, Superman. That there was, like, were, like, the robot Superman. Remember yeah. he had, like, the half-robot face, like, Terminator?
0: Yeah, there were, like, a few of them. They were all, like, really terrible movies. Yeah, like, they or, were no, always... movies, like, You know what? Superboy wasn't and... bad.
1: He had, like, the leather jacket. Like, that was the best out of those. Well, like, he
0: drew stuff. him, like, a fucking Gen Xer. and you know, <laughs> Let's make a modern Superman... Even like round sunglasses. Uh, uh, oh, that's right. Like he had like a taper fade with like the middle part or something. He looked like, like, like
1: he stepped out of the pages of Gen Thirteen. And yeah. we're like, <laughs> like, Taking you it remember back. That comic of course Gen I do.
0: <laughs> of course I do.
1: Um. <laughs> Yikes. Uh,
0: uh, let's take it back though. Um,
1: <laughs> we're going back. We're
0: going back. Um. What What else did I watch? I watched Running Man this week.
1: Uh. <laughs> An Arnie classic.
0: um, So, I'll probably post this on Instagram at some point. Right. But there's a lot of stuff in it that I think is... As campy as the movie is, there's a lot of stuff in it that is
1: kind of relevant. Yeah. (laughs) Um. It's funny with like Arnold Schwarzenegger because Arnold Schwarzenegger has like campy classics and then like great class. Like the Terminators are obviously like undisputably like great movies. Right. Um, but then you have stuff like Commando and like Running Man right? where they're like... And uh, Twins. And Twins. Hey, twins is just greatness. <laughs> <laughs> you are right about that. <laughs> um, but uh, Running Man though it is campy. You're right. It does have some things that are kind of like you're like this is... Relevant right now.
0: Well, the, it has like this opening uh, summary, right? Much like how Star Wars has like an opening summary, right. and I and I'm reading and Judge Dredd. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> another classic. Um, so let me. I'm I'm reading it because I took the screen grabs right straight from Amazon Prime. By 2017, the world economy has collapsed. Food, natural resources, and oil are in short supply. A police state divided into paramilitary zones, rules with an iron hand. Television is controlled by the state, and a sadistic game show called The Running Man has become the most popular program in history. All art, music, and communications are censored. No dissent is tolerated. (laughs) And yet, a small resistance movement has managed to survive underground. When high-tech ladders are not enough to suppress the people's yearning for freedom more direct methods become necessary.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> like, this is like, it, it sounds like every other dystopian movie right. from the 80s. Like, what
1: the fuck? That was, could easily like almost be the, I mean, it's not exactly the same, but like almost be like the escape from New York. Like, over. Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, what the yeah. fuck was happening during the Reagan era that motherfuckers all <laughs> were like, we're talking about paramilitary zones, police states, and like, the, you know, the world economy collapsing.
1: I think we know what was happening <laughs> uh, we need to do that episode, <laughs> um yeah, running man, and yeah it's been it's been a while since I've seen Running man, but I just remember loving it as a kid right and i I probably I have it like on d v d so like I watched it probably like five six years ago or right.
0: <laughs> well, the one thing that was also significant too is that um when they need to frame people or when they need to um justify. People doing like justify why people get sent to this Running Man right. game. What they'll do is they'll create this narrative of you, right, with the f- with the footage that they have of you. Right. Um. So like it lends itself to the idea of like you know fake news, but also, you know, if you think about what we do when, not we, but we, when something happens to say like an unarmed person of color, and you know they release this person's like criminal record if they right. have one, or try to be like, oh well, you know, you know he was holding a cell phone. I thought it was a gun, right, right, you know you start wondering like how much you know what I mean, like you start wondering like do we live in a world like that already, right you know, um, and there's also this other thing too, where you know i'm I'm gonna ruin this movie, so if you haven't watched it, who you know it's, it's on
1: running TV. man from like the nineteen eighties yeah. if you didn't see it, I'm sorry guys yeah. and if,
0: <laughs> if you if you're not gonna watch it, play smash t v on on Nintendo, which is essentially <laughs> the same, which is essentially the same concept, right you know um there's this. The scene towards the end with uh, Captain Freedom played by <laughs> played by Jesse the Body Ventura. Ventura! You know, who also <laughs> starred with Arnie in Predator. another 80s classic called Predator. That's right. Right? Um, so Captain Freedom doesn't want to fight. So what they do is they create, like, this mock scenario where they're able to, like, take um, those gladiators, put them into a ring, right? But what they're doing is they're basically... Um, putting the faces of the actual warrior, of the warriors, like Captain Freedom or Arnie's character. Right. Onto like, I guess like, basically like computer generating it. This right, fight, right, right. Which if you look at it now, like augmented reality, you can actually reasonably do stuff like it's that. It's true. Yeah. You know, and, and, and a, in a much more realistic fashion too. Right. You know, so I don't know, like some of the stuff you're watching, you're like, it really sounds like stuff that you see now. Right. And, you know, this was all thought of conceptually for movies. In like the mid to late '80s,
1: you know what I need to like. Even though like I probably remember, I remember the most most of this movie because I saw it so many times. But like, I bet like Demolition Man has the same thing.
0: Yeah, I need to watch Demolition like, Man again t- as well. But we uh, need to
1: do the three C shows. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, I mean that was one of the, th- the great things about. I mean, like most sci-fi, but I feel like. 80s sci-fi in particular, like, really hit the head, like, the nail on the head, like, with a lot of stuff that was, like, to come later on. So, like, if you watch stuff like RoboCop, uh, Running Man, uh, Terminator, like, with a lot of what it's saying about, like, AI. and Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, you know, people were just, like, you know, people were figuring things out, man. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And I, I I just keep seeing those videos of, of that guy kicking down that dog robot, and I'm just saying it's gonna come back and get us one day. <laughs> <laughs> right, right.
0: <laughs> you know. Yeah. So. Anyway. Anyhow, we got a great interview with yeah. Joe Lingad. That's right. Um. Yeah, it's great guy, and I think the topic that he's addressing in his documentary is uh much needed and. Joe, I know you feel the same way.
1: Yeah, let's put our serious faces on and uh, listen to this uh, interview with Joe. It's pretty cool. Dope.
0: So
2: we ended up speaking with one of Joe's friends. My name is yeah hey uh, <laughs> thanks for having me um
1: we're throwing joe off just my setting. name is
2: uh joseph lingut uh i'm a i'm a filmmaker in general yeah uh, yeah yeah so uh i'm just gonna roll here because
1: <laughs> so uh joe and i have known each other pretty long time now uh, yeah. we've worked on projects together we've had some awesome times together but uh uh, we're bringing Joe here today. It's fear. It's weird because like I'm the Joe on the podcast. yet now we have another. You had call Joe. me Joe or like, Joseph? It's like you're in coaching on my territory here. <laughs> no,
0: yeah, it's <laughs> funny. We've we've been speaking with a few, no, a few, quite a few people with the name Joe. Yeah. yeah. Recently.
1: yeah. <laughs> uh Joe is. Uh, I think one of the reasons we have him on is he's got an awesome documentary in works, and we want to talk to you about
2: yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. So, I guess um, th- this documentary. It's called uh, Don't Look Away. Uh, it's a film about uh, adults with facial differences right and so what a, what is a facial difference yeah. so a facial difference can uh, uh a- examples of a facial difference is like cleft lip which i have um uh bell bell's p- palsy right uh, uh even a um what do you call it uh, alopecia. right um so those are just a few examples right. of um, of what is a, a facial difference. If, I mean, the um, a facial difference could you a person could either be born with it, right. con- uh, acquired it. You right. know, like a, like, uh, I th- you know, if you're if you're a person who was a, a, a burnt victim, right, right, you, right, know, you right. acquire it um, or or. You could also have a fish that comes, comes and goes, Right. Um, right. like that, that. That could be episodic, right? right. So, um, so that yeah. So I'm following f- basically f- uh, these four, or four adults, um, to and to hopefully show the, the audience a glimpse of their lives and, right. and the the. Ad- Experience show ex- their experiences and their adversities right. of living with a facial difference uh, um, in various contexts. Like uh, 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 for for example, this young woman um, in the trailer. Right. Um, you know she uh, talks about how she talks about her dating experience, right. online dating experience. How, as you you can imagine, could be difficult. Right. Because, you know, the first thing you have to put up, or one of the few things you have to put up is your face. Right. everybody judges your face, including myself. Everybody does.
1: Yeah, and I mean, online dating, like, it's all predicated on, like, that first glimpse you
2: see. Exactly. So so Mm -hmm. you see a person with a facial, you have a facial difference, you know, you're going to be very (laughs) self-aware, you know, uh, um, and uh, I'm kind of guilty of it. I was like, I was like, how can I, how can I hide my, my fucking scars? Right, right, right. Um... Um, so it's, so that's one aspect that we want to show in this documentary, Right. you know, or, or, or in a work environment, you know, um, uh, how do you, how do you, how, how do you deal with that? How yeah. does one go-, go through working with coworkers and, you know, uh, sometimes adults that obviously they do it more subtle, right? you know, they kind of like sometimes ignore you or, Somehow, not look, not look you in the eye, right, right, right. You know, um, but so it's still
1: sign it kind of something that like stands out because it's like sometimes right. so like they just won't make eye contact, right. You know,
2: so, this, yeah. this 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 documentary kind of like highlights those things, those, right. those those experiences, and I think it's it's a way to also to for those who don't have a facial difference to kind of like educate, you know. Right, I right. think it's all about being educated Mm. how do you deal with someone who has a, a facial difference you know Right.
1: So tell us a little bit about because you just got uh, funded on Kickstarter, which is awesome. I remember. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Just, just seeing that. that went yeah. through, and I was like, yeah, my boy's got it. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you Joe and Mike.
2: Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need my producer credit, Joe. I'm just saying um, uh, I'll give you a massage. I go. Or, buy, uh, there I'll there you buy you a beer <laughs> afterwards. There you go. The baby oils are ready. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 um, so, but tell us a little about. A little bit about that process, because there's a lot of like myself included, but I'm sure like a lot of filmmakers who are like interested in how that sort of Kickstarter process works. So tell us a little bit about like how that went went for you.
2: Um, as you know, Kickstarter is all or nothing, right? And so you, I needed, I wanted a, a teaser, right? And so I, I shot maybe like four days worth, and knowing that. I n- I need to create a teaser, right. uh, for our Kickstarter for or for any fundraising uh, event. Right, right. Because you know when people are gonna give you money, particularly I had an investor who gave me a large sum of sum of money. Yeah, you were telling you me. Need, you need you s- need some proof that you're not c- some <laughs> not gonna just run away with. So to speak, voice. Joe Schmo. Trust me, know. we were
1: trying to tell. We were at the bar the other day, like Joe. What's up with that K- Kickstarter money, man. <laughs> Cancun. No, no, no. <laughs> um, what Kickstarter money? <laughs> <laughs> what Kickstarter money? No, no. Joking aside. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I, I, so creating a Kickstarter was uh, a lot of work. It really consumed, yeah. you know, three months. Right. Well, because you, you, you have do a do
1: regular job that you're doing. Yeah. I have a. Take yeah. This yeah a, my
2: regular job, I do videos. I, I, I'm a, I guess, one. I'm a video journalist, right? Um, Ooh, uh, for uh, some for a financial organization. Oh. Um, I don't want to say it. Um, you know, and you don't have to. Good. Yeah, um, you're, you're um, <laughs> and um, so yeah, and then like you know you gotta like write out the the bio and and the purpose of the film. Yeah. And, and then also know before you launch it, also know your demographics. Right. And so, meaning, uh, I had to like kind of have an idea who I'm gonna reach out to. Right. An example is American Society of Plastic Surgeons. Right. That was huge for us. Uh, We I contact their PR, and they don't usually, you know, uh, promote like third parties uh, stuff. Right. And but they made it an, an exception, and I got a good sum of money. Because they posted it on their Facebook page. Oh, that's right. awesome! Yeah.
1: And, and so it's like uh, when you and cont- when you say promote, like did they like basically they, like spread the Kickstarter? Like did yes, they help in that they way? Pro-
2: they they posted my Kickstarter. Oh, that's awesome. On on their page, right? And so that's like one huge. Another one was Faces, right? Uh, which is I believe located in no My Face is it My Face the Faces, and then another called My Faces, right. uh, Which is located in New York City. Right. Um, and so organizations like that, that kind of ties in with the documentary. Right. So so yeah so just a lot of planning before even just launching that Kickstarter. Right. And once we launch, you know, um, you're just like watching then. you're watching go and up. you're also just trying to find ways to spread the the, the project. Right. Yeah. I even did my first radio show called Film Wax. Oh radio. yeah. Um,
1: where uh, where uh, where is
2: Film Max film is a podcast uh, by Adam. I'm sorry, Adam. Um, <laughs> short, check it out. He checks. He interviews like, I I can't believe he even asked me to join, right? Uh, or be on his podcast. But he very he was very generous to to promote my That's film awesome. and be on his podcast last second. Um, again, his his. his is he interviews Paul Schrader? Sh- Sh- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. And Which like is awesome. <laughs> and he interviews legendary. Yeah, uh, yeah and writer. I always want to say, uh, Hal Ashby, but Hal Ashby. That's the one who's lived like. Oh, yeah, is that like list some films by him? Uh, oof. I'm I'm gonna draw a blank yeah. right now, but, uh, but. anyway, it's like it's like like am um, uh, what I'm trying to say is that like. He interviews like big time, like oh, oh Greta, uh, got, uh, the Greta woman. Gerwig. Yeah. Oh wow, nice. Like <laughs> several times. So like, a, a guy who hasn't <laughs> made a film. He, <laughs> You're he, like, how did I make it on this? How part? the hell yeah. did I make it? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, um, I'm really uh, up there with Greta Gerwig. We knew yeah. you. We knew you were at 8 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's where I am. There you go. <laughs> but thank you, Adam. I forget. I'm sorry that I am forget, forgetting your last name. It's
1: all good, man. Film wax, uh, film wax. Uh, film wax. So cool, yeah, man. so just
2: promoting the film as, as, uh, as n- you know, as. As much as possible. Right. So when you did the, because uh, uh, you, you went out, you shot the teaser footage. Right. Uh, h- oh,
1: how? Because uh, there's there's a pretty substantial amount of footage in that teaser, oh, and yeah. you, you're you're following several people. Yeah. Were you in contact with these people already before you did the? Uh, like, how, wh- how did that process? Start? That's a great question. Yeah.
2: And so I belong to this organization organization called About Face. Right. It's at, uh, based in Toronto. They're a non-profit. Uh, organization um, and they provide um, provide uh, they provide su- support groups uh, right. for 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 children and, and and adults and I actually went to this they o- they they host this yearly or uh, adult retreat mm. in uh, in Toronto and uh, it consists of adults with. Facial differences, right, right? So, the first year I went, it was just a very, uh, it was, at the, to say the least, it was very um, comforting that uh, I, that I, like I, I met people who had similar experiences as as I had, right? who uh, had gone through this similar adversities, um, and so it was very. It was very inspiring, and also, I was able to, most importantly, create friends. Right, make make Right. meet people. Meet people, and so I met all these people um, through, I met most of them uh, through About Face. Right. Um, The young man in the film, I met him through uh, another person in the organization. Um, So it was just like... I guess it's a small world right right you're in that community, but um so that's how I know these um these these adults in the film right and i i i, I have new adults, yeah, you were telling me film, you brought in
1: yeah. some new people after the Kickstarter had kind of finished, and you yeah. you went out and you got a couple more people to be a part of, which is also awesome right
2: so um so yeah um.
1: So like, what phase are you at right now? I know you've been shooting because um, <clears throat> you were shooting with another good friend of ours, Dennis, and uh, you guys went to DC and did some shooting. Mm-hmm. Like, what uh, if you can speak about it? Uh, like, what phase, what point of the documentary are you at now? Like, oh, yeah. have you done most of
2: your shooting? Are you
1: editing while shooting? Like, what? So,
2: um, I have about. I said I, I think I have about five days of shooting done. Right. Um. I need to do, I probably have, like, maybe another 25, or 21 days of shooting left.
1: 21 days. Yeah. um,
2: (laughs) 21 days, or maybe 20 to 21 days left. And, you know, uh, my deadline is end of February of 2019. Right. Um, The reason why is two reasons. Um, I'm at the mercy of of, of these four adults. Right. You know, I'm... Whenever they tell me I'm I'm available, then I could go, right. you know, and film. And second reason is because <laughs> I have a day job and <laughs> exactly I have right. I have about <laughs> twenty days of um, I think twenty or nineteen days of per, uh, personal vacation days right, right. that I'm using, and you're
1: just using. Sucking those all up exactly. Yeah, yeah, so
2: yeah. that's why I'm trying to compensate for it by shooting also in the weekends right. and possibly the holidays. Yeah, you know. Not?
0: Um so uh a side hustle pro right here <laughs> say <laughs> it again a
1: side hustle pro right here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh that's crazy dude so uh tell us a little bit about um because I know uh you had run into some difficulty and obviously I don't know how much you want to talk about in terms of like you know because obviously uh you know some people, after you film them for a little bit may feel a little self-conscious about it, stuff like that. And I know mate, you would run uh, into some difficulty. Uh, if you want to speak about that, you can, if not, I can. No, 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 down. no, no. Yeah, um, yeah. um,
2: I think that's, a, that's a great point too. Um,
1: yeah. Cause you have to, you're in, uh, I guess making this documentary, you're putting yourself in a space where like people need to be comfortable with. You, right. right.
2: And right, right. And that they've, uh, so when I, when I, um, uh, when I, I guess, began talking with these adults, right? um, they told me this wasn't the first time, um, a filmmaker approached them to do a documentary. Oh, really? Okay. some of them had oh, wow, been well. approached, yeah, wow. and, but they didn't feel comfortable. Right. right. And so, I guess, because I have a facial difference a, as well. You felt, yeah. felt they felt le- they felt less of being sensationalized, right? Right. right. Or uh, exploited, right? Right. You know, um, so they felt like, oh, this guy knows, and he they feel they felt they feel comfortable with me, right? You know, I'm I'm I'll, I'm looking out for their best interest. right? You know, and I always tell them the questions I ask them are questions I would never ask myself, right? And so sometimes the questions are a little. Harsh, but uh, it would it would be questions. I, I again, I, 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 these are questions I'm asking myself right. as well. Uh, mm.
1: What's the filming process been like? Because I know you. Well, you were telling me a little bit about like shooting at some hospitals with people, and there was some difficulty there because there's just like a lot of red tape. You gotta. Oh yeah, like, up, but like, are you? Because uh, you're saying you're uh, obviously you're you're speaking to them, so maybe there's a, there's like a talking head element to it, which we see. But like, are you? are there's points where you're just like shooting them in their environment, like doing, it. how's that worked out for you? Like, has oh, that, yeah, yeah, it so like, you know, I know people you mean. Are like, yo, is this superstar here? Like we're filming them with a t- TV crew or has it just been like trying to keep it as low
2: key as possible? As low key as possible only because, but several factors, the budget. Right. I don't, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I always, Which I though. feel sorry for <laughs> the people I pay because like they're not being, getting paid much, you right. know? Right. Um, and they gotta li- have a living. You gotta make a living too. Yeah. And so it's it's kinda so that's the reason why it's sm- it's small. I the Kickstarter money I raised was um was based on me hiring a sound mixer right. and a personal assistant or like a camera PA, right lighting right. PA. And even then the pay isn't that great. Right. You know, um Dennis, um, who's been working on with me? And my sound mixer, you know, he's doing me basically a favor. Right. But I still need, he still needs a mixer. Yeah, like no, living. no. And I have the luxury of, like, having my day job. So, you know, um, I could still pay my bills. Right. Um, but another challenge is – and also the reason why I want it small is um, just to – Make the subject feel comfortable, right? Yeah. But if you know, if you're having a, uh, a ten man crew, that pre- ten a ten person crew, I think that would affect uh, a non actor. Yeah, I know. feel like, especially like with documentaries,
1: it may you know, the bigger the crew, the less it feels like they're living their real life. You know? Right. Now right. Now it's more like yeah. you're putting them in the spotlight. Yeah. It's becoming a thing.
2: And also, if you also like, you know, uh, um, I was shooting at. NIH, National Institute of Health. Mm. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you know, there's no way I would have gone. I, w- I would have given permission if I had a, a, a even a five person, grade. right? Right. Like it was just, mm. a, it was just me and and Dennis, right? Like, or else I I, I probably wouldn't have needed uh, insurance, you know. um... And uh, that costs money. Right. You know, right. like a Rochester. An example, another example is uh, when I shot Jane, the young woman in the film. Right. Um, the, I shot her at Rochester. That's where she works Rochester Technology University. Mm. Or RIT. Or R- 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 Rochester right. R- R- Institute R- of Technology. Technology. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was funny because they're like, oh, they thought they had that, this idea that I was going to be like a Discovery Channel yeah Right, like <laughs> everybody's like putting on makeup, yeah, doing their hair, and then they saw me, like, oh, look at this bum! You know, <laughs> you and walked
1: in, they were all like, oh, yeah, turned and
2: walked away. And so, um, they're like, oh, it's just him, yeah. Um, this is when I was shooting the teaser right? right, right. They're like, oh, you don't, you don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, walk in the building, they shoot made, whatever you they, want. Uh, they made uh, an exception for me, I still had a sign of release, for right? Him, yeah, yeah, but like. That's just an example of the advantage of uh, the few advantage of having a small crew, or not even having a crew. In in that case, Um, so yeah, just and then that that allows the 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 adults to really be themselves when they have less, when they could trust. uh, Well, when there's less crew, and also they could trust. The crew members, right? And so I'm very, very, um, I'm very picky on who's on my crew. It's like I, I got to make sure they feel they would, f- they would fit in, of course, with the adults I'm yeah. filming, right? You know, and because like if we're gonna make the adults feel uncomfortable, then right. To be, be honest,
1: I can't think of any better guy than, like, Dennis to bring. He, like, gets Dennis along with everybody. <laughs> Dennis yeah. is, like, the guy that walks into a room and everybody's just like, who is this guy? Let me <laughs> well, hang out with him. <laughs> well, I, I do not go that far. But I'm just, <laughs> just kidding, Dennis. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> uh, so, um, I want to, you know, make sure we get everything oh, yeah, yeah. in about the documentary before yes. I, like ask you some other questions but so like uh, once it's done like what are your plans like do you Um, plan on like shopping it to some festivals like bringing it to maybe some you know different like uh, organizations that you may be able to screen it whatever like what's your plan you think uh, what's that next step after say you know picture lock we're complete and you're moving forward
2: um that's a great question because um uh be honest with you I I have no I have no uh, idea just idea <laughs> yeah, yeah. of like I just want to make this film and then I also I mean obviously one wants to always like sell his or her film I mean, right, that's right. The, but I I think there's a there's a statistic uh, about documentaries being sold it's like two percent right. of all documentaries and yeah. so obviously I want Hulu Netflix. Whomever, right, right, <laughs> right. Um, to buy the film, and not just, but mainly to kind of spread the word, right, yeah. spread the message, right. so, sp- sp- you know, um, and that's why, yeah, like I, th-
1: I I've like saw, I know some documentaries that maybe fo- focus on a certain topic, like yeah. they tend to like work with, say, an organization, and that helps spread the
2: screening yeah. of the film right. some way. So, so i um, um, I will have a plan eventually. Right. I think we d- are. Uh, I'm, I'm not like have putting a you on blast or anything oh, no, no, right no. now. What are your plans, Joe? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where did the money go? <laughs> <laughs> Where did the money go? <laughs> <laughs> In this recording? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, we have a our deadline for a presentable cut. Right. Uh, it's 2019 of September. All right. Because uh, one of my one of my co-producer. Uh, he wants to submit this to Sundance. Nice. And that was like part of the agreement. Right. That he, if he, one of the things that he kind of stressed out, I stressed to me is that there, there, he wanted structure. Right. And wanted deadlines, which right. is fair. Of course. Know, yeah, especially yeah. if you're coming in with a lot of money. Right. Um, and so I, so I have to, I, 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 I tend to make that, you know, Give yourself those deadlines. To give get myself. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I want to meet those deadlines. Yeah. So what do you do? What are you doing here talking to us? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but like, um, so hopefully we start editing. My my friend George Monitos, Monitos, mm-hmm. um, he's gonna be the editor of the film. Cool. And he edited the, the teaser. He's the editor himself. Nice. And, um, hopefully we'll start editing, uh, beginning of February till okay. next year. You cool. know. Um, but we're he and I are going through like as we're shooting, as I'm shooting, we're um, we're going through the footage, right? Making taking notes, a look. yeah. And the good thing about it, about it is that I'm a you know, uh, I'm I came up on the camera side, right? You know, uh, I sh- like, I came, I, mean, I guess I'm a I have a lot of camera experience. You're you a know,
1: cinematographer sh- by trade. By trade, say. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the that's right. the right
2: expression. And so. I sh- it's great because like and now it helps me to shoot to edit right like, right. I'm like because I'm I'm basically also the assistant camera or, right. or the, assist- the assistant editor, and so like I'm reminding myself, Joseph, you gotta go look Get through the footage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like you wanna keep rolling, yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, right, <laughs> right? And so th- that's in the back of my head, and that kind of that has helped me right um organize and and how. I want my shots, right, right? Yeah. And how long do I need? You know, to to. But you know, some documentaries you hear footage of, like you have like they have like what three months of footage. Oh or, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. How, do how do you go? How do you go through
1: that? Hundreds of hours of footage. Yeah, <laughs> it like, like, well, like, Ken, like Ken, Ol- I know, anything Bur- Oliver right. Stone's ever made right. Like the ratio yeah. is. like. Ken Burns is really good at it though. <laughs> yeah. The ratio
2: of like editing of that is like what like.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. It's yeah, it, it's, I know, right? It's, it's, it's like staggering when you think about it.
0: Yeah, we've had we've had recordings here that probably gone in like way over than we expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and, then, and it, there's a point where there's I'm like at home like, man, I gotta sit through like an hour and some change of audio. I can only imagine what a documentarian goes through <laughs> right. after three months.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know? um, so yeah, so I have to I have to like kind of keep that in mind, and it again, it, it it's a it's a process. Yeah, it's a, it's a process. Um, you know, I'm not unfamiliar with the process, though I've never
1: shot. Uh, I've never The only like Thing I close to a documentary Is my brother and I Like in our first Not maybe our first year But like second year of college We worked on like A short documentary Okay And even that was like A big pain in the ass (laughs) Like it was not Not anywhere near As much footage as you shot Yeah But um Yeah dude You know what man Like Send me a cut whenever you have, man. Like, I will. Uh, I'd be, I'd love to check it out. And uh, I, you know, I will. I
2: will send you the I know cut. You. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let me ask you, Joe, just because uh, you know we like to throw some stuff out here. So throw some curveballs. <laughs> oh, yeah. um,
2: About the film or not the film?
1: Well, listen to the question, man. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, uh, so I I know you're uh, just because we've known each other a long yeah, time. Yeah. I know you're you're a big film buff, a big film guy. Joe's like the guy that like we're all posting, like look at <laughs> what Thor Ragnarok did, and then Joe will be like, "So I went to film forum this week and I saw you know Godard's uh, whatever, and it's like I love Godard, but yeah, like yeah. that that's Joe's." I'm like i like, kind of linked to the game. So like, oh. <laughs> he was like, I was, so I was at the David Lynch <laughs> retrospective this week. Uh, so what, uh, obviously your uh, your background, it, it was an influence on you in making this film, right? Yeah. Oh. And just about what documentaries, what films are sort of an influence on on your approach to this documentary or anything
2: that right. you tend to create? Um, I was, I'm a huge fan of of uh the you know uh the act of killing oh yeah uh, and then then and then the second part of that series you know i never saw the second one look of, uh, look of, look silence. of silence
1: yeah it's it's like it's supposed to be another masterpiece i never it saw it is it. Yeah. it is a masterpiece
2: but they're so they're different as well too the
1: act of killing is incredible but also like disturbing you disturbing like and like super it's super hard to get it's,
2: it's uh, you know, the guy, uh, I, I forget his name, but he he's an artist, like that guy's a yeah, no, like a true, artist. like the guy's a genius, yeah, yeah. And like, dude, I, w- I want to see his films, like, give him money, like, don't give me money, right? Give him money, <laughs> give you know, kickstart take <laughs> it back, <Yeah>. except, <laughs> except my kickstart, <laughs> except for that, <laughs> except for that. <laughs> like, like his, uh, these two films are amazing, and then another, uh, film I just watched. Um, which I really liked uh, On Netflix One of Us Right You
1: know, uh, you know I, I, That's the one With the Hasidic community Right yeah, Which I the, really I have Hasidic not seen it But I've been meaning to watch yeah. yeah. it yeah.
2: I, I feel That's kind of like It kind of has Like a universal team right. theme About like Being in a group And being ostracized Right Being, being marginalized Right um, Being the other I mean We could all In some degree Relate to that Right Um especially here in America. Um, and that that kind of like, I really like that documentary. Another documentary I really liked, but um, uh, Rich Hill.
1: And another one I have, uh, Rich Hill, it's the one uh, on, uh, it came out uh, only about a year, couple of years ago, yeah. right? Another one I never got to see, it actually. Follow,
2: uh, yeah, the, the film follows three kids um, that are... Uh, impoverished right and they they have separate lives and they are, are they're all going through they're all going through uh, different difficult things right you know? But I love how the films kind of like are the, the, the narrative kind of in, intertwines right between the ser- various right, uh, right characters the only thing I really didn't like about the film was the, was the music right I felt mm-hmm. the music was for me at least like it was too. Manipulative mm-hmm. Like it forced me To like Feel a certain way Like like It was a Like, like you watch there, like Titanic scene. or something it's Like like, <laughs> like the music was like Telling me to feel sad yeah, yeah I'm like don't You don't need to tell me How to feel That was the only issue I had Yeah. In the yeah. film But the characters Were amazing you know? It's
1: another one I've been meaning to watch Uh One of us for sure Like I uh, I keep It's like pops up On my Netflix Like you should watch this And mm-hmm. I was like is this because my fiance is Jewish or is it because they know I really want <laughs> well, watch this <laughs> no. One of us? Yeah. I
2: actually, I, m- my girlfriend's Jewish too. Um, I know. She saw ha- the half of one of us. She's like, oh my God, uh, I got to go watch the first half. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, Joshua Oppenheimer, by the way, Joshua is the act of killing. Yeah. Um, Amazing. And give him money Amazing. And, uh, give Joshua more money. Yeah, uh, cuz I want to see his films. Any uh any like narrative films uh
2: like influence you like Oh yeah, I mean uh I got Dardenne brothers. There you go. I mean their films are just like they're they're almost they're almost like they're more documentary than some docs. Oh, uh, the
1: one the boy with the red bike? Oh, the, that makes me cry. Oh, uh, it's such an incredible movie, dude. That makes me cry. Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing it, as sort of an early screening of it, and just being like blown away, but also like really bummed because I was like, nobody's going to see this movie. Yeah. And yeah. it was just like, at least here in the States, you know what I'm talking about? I
2: love, um, I love uh, his earlier film, or their, their earlier film, uh, The Sun. Yeah. yeah. So another great movie. Oh, it was just like, mm-hmm. I, that is just like pure. Like poetry, so Joe, you got anything else before we head out? Uh, yeah, I wanted to quickly say the 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 motivational behind the film. Oh yeah, dude, give it um, to me. That so I guess I was so I was born with a cleft lip, mm-hmm. and I guess I didn't have uh, as a, a strong I guess support as a kid to confront the the issues of having a facial difference, right? And so by the time I was thirty, I finally like you know uh, I wanted to confront with it and deal with it. So I w- the first thing I did was look online, and look for and look for support groups. Right. So the first thing I f- one of the first things I found was that organization uh, about face, um, which the is one the from Toronto. F- yeah, term? it's a non profit organization, right. and um, they you know they. S- they're, they're basically, they provide support to kids and adults. And I, as I told you, they uh, uh, they have this yearly uh, retreat for adults to come in together and share their experiences and meet and meet new friends. Right. And so when my first, so that first experience of attending the adult retreat was just eye-opening. Right. And so it, and it inspired me and motivated me. To Not just um, Deal with my issues But also Tell a story Right How can I Bring this issue To light In a broader sense Right um, So that was So that was like th- The main uh, Catalyst On why I'm making this documentary
1: That's cool man Yeah uh, so I it's think al-
2: You know it's, it's With the The, 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 the adults I, I met They're very inspiring, um, and and also, also is also a a way for me to kind of like. It's almost therapeutic for me. Right. 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 You know. um, Right. So yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, well, one huge shout out to About Face. That's awesome. If you, if if we have any listeners who may have, I will share this facial Uh, uh, difference. Get out there and check them out. I'm sure you can find them online. Yeah, Yeah. About Face. Yeah, About Face.
2: Ca. And also, same thing. Another thing I want to say is, if you want to know about uh, more about, if you want to know more about the film, right? I I have a Facebook page. Oh yeah, uh, Uh, it's um, basically. um, the name of the film, which is "Don't Look Away," a film a film about adults with facial differences. Right. And if you type that in um, on Facebook, you should be able to find it. But also, if you just Google it, right, you may be able to find the Kickstarter. And the Kickstarter, even though it's closed, you can still um, link to watch the watch the video, the right. teaser of the film.
1: Nice. You know what I'll do? We'll because uh, we have like an Instagram and stuff tied to the podcast, so oh, okay. we'll, we'll share stuff. We'll share the links yeah. for anybody who's interested, and you should all get out and check it out. Uh, okay. I'm assuming we have listeners yeah. <laughs> by <Yeah>. this point. <laughs> hey, Adam. <laughs> hey, Louise.
2: <laughs> hey, Joe and Mike. That's that's just cool Hey, Marco. <laughs> Literally named all of my buddies and my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh no nah, man, it was awesome having you come on. And, Thanks for uh, having yeah, me. Honestly, uh, I wish you all the best with the film, and obviously, I know I'm gonna end up seeing some cuts of it early on, yeah. or at least I hope I will, Joe. Yeah, I better. Well, I'm uh, yeah punch yeah. We'll <laughs> Shifters out, right. guys. Shift out. Thank you.